Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Do The Thing dating experiment. Well, the time has come. We have another amazing person for you today to meet. And I am so excited to have him come on because he has been in the Do The Thing community for several challenges, and he is so inspiring and encouraging to all the people in the group. And he was even our Do The Thing dating dare champion a few challenges ago. And it's been amazing to see his growth and to see him on his journey of becoming his best self. And so I'm excited to get to introduce him to you and also to have us see another side of him because that's what this podcast is all about. <laughs> it's about revealing someone in a new way that's hard to see sometimes, whether you're on a dating app or meeting them at a party or wherever you're going to meet someone for the first time. And so I am just thrilled to be able to introduce you guys to Mike Hogan. Hey, Mike. Hello, Stacy. So it's good to be here. Yeah, that's the obligatory line, right? The whole framework I'm getting more comfortable with. It's two friends having a conversation. So I'm looking forward to it. So good. I'd love to just start off and ask you why you decided to say yes to being on this podcast and have me have a conversation with you about who you're looking for in a partner. Well, because this is a vehicle that I haven't pursued yet. I really don't know. I mean, you mentioned dating apps or, or we've had those discussions in the past and profiles and are your friends looking out for you and things like that. But this just sounded like a way to put a little bit more dimension behind it. Look, real life is where it's at. But unless you're just going to stand on a street corner with the sign, you're not going to get the volume of people that are going to come past you. And I, I think it may have even been you that said, and if you're just sitting there swiping, nobody's going to show up on the couch right next to you, right? Nobody's going to knock on the door. So the more opportunities to get out, maybe make somebody smile, maybe says, maybe somebody says, they might not be for me, but okay, maybe I have a friend or something like that. So I have no idea what this is going to be, but why not? Why not give it a try? What it sounds like you're saying is you're just keeping a really open mind to be able to meet someone in a new way. And since it's different and unique, we've had a connection through the community. You're comfortable to be able to have us talk and be able to do it in this way. That's a really good summary. I mean... I don't have all the answers, obviously. Hey, the good news is I'm dating. The bad news is I don't want to be dating forever. <laughs> I mean, if you're in a relationship, I think hopefully you're treating it like you're dating to keep it fresh, to keep it new, to keep it, you know. So all those learnings go into it, the past, but looking forward, I think that that mindset will help keep a relationship fresh. Okay, so tell us about you, Mike. Who are you? I am a happy person. I'm pretty confident in that. I know that. So, and I really enjoy putting a smile on people's faces. You know, some of this is going to sound cliche. So, yeah, what makes you different from the next person? But I really do think that I have a lot to share. I rarely get into a conversation with somebody 
that I cannot have a smile with or share a smile with or share a laugh with. And I think I have that to give. So I'm looking for somebody to share that with. It doesn't mean that we're going to be in lockstep. Let's lock arms and be in the right frame of mind all the time and stuff like that. But I have a lot to share. And I think I know a big piece of it is open-mindedness. So I still have a lot to learn. I'm looking for the opportunity to to be with somebody that's going to help me work on the things that I'm working on, but maybe bring a few new things to the table and maybe expand my horizons. And maybe there's something else that we discovered together that I never knew I would be good at or that could be fun. So I have no idea if that even answers the question. Yeah, it's great because you're talking about, again, going back to that open-mindedness and even in a relationship that you're open to exploring both things that you enjoy and then also the things your future partner enjoys. And then being able to just find the happiness and the joy and that curiosity and being able to grow and evolve together. Right. I mean, it's the little things. If you're seeing somebody and you think of something and it reminds you of them, well, then share that because it's going to hopefully put a smile on their face too. And if you get enough coinciding smiles, then it's a good thing. I would love to also hear a little bit about, we don't have to talk about your work specifically, but I would love to hear what you like about what you do. I mean, well, what I do is I'm in sales. I'm in, in, in relationships. So I'm the conduit between our customers or potential customers and our company. So I represent our company and I represent my customers internally. So it's a constant, what I love about it is it's a constant, I have to come up with a different word besides game, but it's a constant mix of I have customer XYZ, I need to work with Diane internally to get something accomplished. How do I frame this customer for that person? so they can understand what I need from them and how they're going to be able to help me deliver value. And then that dance kind of goes in and out, internally and externally. You have internal customers. So I represent operations and logistics and the finance and the collecting the money people, but I need their help to represent the company externally So we can provide value and demonstrate that and constantly live up to our value proposition for our customers. I just love that, that balance. I love the way you answered that question. It really kind of gets me in tune to what you're doing at work is also how you live your life and the way that I see you in the community, because you're talking about being able to deliver value and this collaboration and going back to the value proposition. I feel like that's what you do in the community too, is you're constantly providing value and you're collaborating. It's interesting to kind of connect that together. That's nice of you to say, and I'd be lying if I didn't say internally, I did a little, okay, (laughs) good. Yeah. Because if you're not real in here, And I'm so lucky because I get to live a little bit of what I am in in my profession. So I'm so lucky. I mean, 
I'm not the guy that wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, shit, I got to go to work again. I am fortunate that way. When I was growing up, when I went to school, hey, I didn't say, I want to work in the food industry. That's going to be so sexy. That's not what I do for a living. What I do for a living is make relationships work because beyond the people, we haven't gotten to the point where you look something up online and you go, hey, where can I find a rental pallet? Oh, let's just sign up. I, it doesn't happen. You need the people interaction to make it, to bring it to life, to have it really make sense. Yeah, I love how you almost looked at the your job and what you're doing for your company as a purpose, right? And so you kept looking up and up and up of what this really does and the impact that it's able to have and then what your role in it is. So that way, every day you're coming with a smile because you know what you're doing from a high level. I mean, well put. It's like evangelizing and not the preacher kind of stuff. But if you believe something... You have to believe what you're selling. I mean, I, I can sell anything. It, you've heard all the cliches, ice cubes to Eskimos, all that kind of stuff. Sure, there's a formula, but you don't really own it. Just like if you know yourself, you can own it. You can be authentic with somebody else. What you see is what you get, but we're all deeper than that. We have minds and hearts and things like that. But if you believe in yourself and you believe in the company, you can express that. And that's that's what I enjoy doing. Look, I, I, I mean, any company, you've owned a company, has its warts on the inside. And I share just enough to make sure that the people I'm working with know it's not all roses. I mean, I, I'm not selling perfection for the process that we deliver. And I'm sure as heck not trying to do that in the dating world because one person's perfection, it's not going to fit for everybody. I would love to hear what you like to do for fun. I'm always looking for something new, preferably with my feet on the ground. A social group I'm part of actually is offering skydiving at the end of the month. So I there's been very few things that I've kind of declined, but I'm not sure I'm there yet. I need to be moving. I need to be doing something. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not, I'd probably shade towards type A, but uh, I mean, anything... Anything outside, I mean, pickleball, tennis, golf, taking a walk, a hike. I had an awesome hike last Sunday with somebody, and it was just time just went like that, right? And and that's, to me, that's the mark of a good time when time goes quickly and you don't even realize it. Golf takes so long. I, I, I do enjoy playing golf. I really appreciate, I'm probably repeating myself Yoga, I I really, I do enjoy it. It is challenging for me. And there are so many more things along those lines that I want to try. I just haven't made time for Pilates and things along those lines. I run, although maybe not fit the definition of running, but I move faster than just walk. 
I'm not the, uh, I got to get to the eight minute mile kind of guy. I love running trails. Trails to me, just, I have to pay attention where I'm putting my next foot, where I'm stepping next, because you don't want to twist your ankle on a root or a rock or something, but that concentration allows me to kind of clear my head because it's just me and what the next footstep is and everything else going on around me. And of course, some good tunes don't hurt. I'm pretty much every weekend, I try and get out and listen to music, live music, whether it be acoustic, just in the corner of a bar, or tonight I'm going to see a friend's band. And then I sprinkle in concerts around that. Comedy shows, you know, the same thing, kind of concerts. Travel, I have not, I mean, I've traveled for work. I have not done enough personal travel. I do want to do that, and I'm going to do that, whether it be single or have the, but I I did the putting off, oh, you know, when I meet somebody, we're going to do this and this and this, and that, you you run out of time. So I have some travel planned for later this year that I'm looking forward to, and I still want to get to Ireland, St. Patrick's Day, just passing. Um, <laughs> And I have eight states left on my 50 states. So I, wow. I have a little work done there. But yeah, that's a, that's a bucket list. I, w- I want to be able to check, check off all 50 states. What would be your ideal date? So what jumps into mind is a nice afternoon. The sun is shining. And meeting somewhere that we can take a hike. Nothing like climbing over boulders or anything like that, but, you know, some woods, um, maybe paved areas, non-paved areas, just enough to kind of be entertaining while we're taking a walk, taking a hike, trying to get to know each other. Preferably a place where neither of us have been, but yet is going to be able to provide a safe enough environment to make both parties comfortable, setting the appropriate vibe, if you will. From there, it would be great. I I don't have any expectations on length of date or time spent together, but I do like to plan, shall we say, all right, Maybe this is the second part of it. So have that stroll happen in an area that we might be able to walk. Hey, would you like to grab a coffee? Hey, would you like to have an ice cream? Something like that if if things are going well. And then have that opportunity to say, all right, so what would you like to do? Do you have a favorite food? Do you have and see if there's something nearby? So again, setting up the opportunity And I am a firm believer in the guy asks, the guy plans. So trying to set up the opportunity to get a little bit more out of it, like not have it abruptly end after the hike is over per se, to build in a little bit of flexibility and it's not spontaneity, but, you know, to to be able to have an idea of what would be next if both parties are on the same page. 
I'd love to hear what would you like to do as a dream date? So now you've done your ideal date, which sounds amazing. You're taking a nice hike and maybe going for ice cream and a stroll. Now you get a dream date. And the dream date could be a day, it could be a weekend, it could be a week. My heart took a little beat there. There are too many things to choose from. (laughs) I'm a big stroller. So a nice, quiet little town, walk through town, a romantic dinner plan. I don't even have a favorite food. So maybe that would be something I'd find out ideally what my date would enjoy. So something along those lines. But I would probably plan music after that. Ideally, something that would involve dancing. I do like to get out on the dance floor. Nothing formal. I don't have any. That is on my bucket list to take dance lessons. But I just, I like to move. So I think that's another great way of getting to know somebody. If you can find out what the music they enjoy, if it's the same type of thing, you can get live music. Then let's see if we can get out on the dance floor. So if all that came together, that would be, I think that would be ideal for me. Okay, Mike, are you ready for the next question? It's a tough one. Bring it, bring it on. (laughs) Hopefully I've passed so far. You're doing great. I'd love to hear what you're looking for in a partner. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, they have to laugh at every one of my jokes. That's a giver. Now, I'm just somebody that would appreciate my humor. I try and vary it. So hopefully I can hit the mark there. But somebody that's got happiness inside them, we've all had to do work, right? But if if they're in the process, if they've done the work, but I do believe that happiness comes from within inside. So if she has the happiness in her, and the fun part would be finding out what brings that out. So that's part of a, of a relationship. Somebody that would challenge me to try new things, to express myself, but somebody that I can just be comfortable. I mean, I, I'm pretty much myself all the time. That sounded like a, a really kind of kooky sentence to say out loud, but somebody I could just be with. I don't even have to, we don't even have to be saying anything or or necessarily doing anything. I've missed that, that opportunity to just be with somebody and it's it's not awkward. I'd love to get to the point where the humor kind of matches up and you can finish each other's sentences and stuff like that. Somebody that has their own life but is willing to try and find a few compromises here to fit me into it because I want somebody that's already got a full life so I can experience some of that too. A person that if we're out at a social event and we look at each other across the room and you can just tell the look in the eye, all right, I think it's time we go. You know, <laughs> you're all on the same page or maybe have a signal. Can you come save me from this conversation? That type of thing. So, but mostly it, it, somebody that that has equal energy. I have a lot of energy to give. And I think that could be even more with the right person, as long as the, the energy is reciprocal. So... 
a while ago, I thought about if a relationship is 100%, together you can make 100%, but it doesn't mean that it's always going to be 50-50. Some days I might be running around at 70 or 80, but the person I'm with is having a tough day or a tough week. So I'm going to carry the bulk of the relationship on that day and vice versa. So somebody there to pick me up and support me when I need that. And just so you guys that are listening, especially if there's any women out there <laughs> listening that are listening to Mike, it's through what he's saying right now. It's kind of cool. I just want to point this out because this is what I love doing about these interviews is when you were telling me about your job and what you like about your job and how you, you're you liking bringing value to it and collaboration. And then you do that in the community. It sounds like that's similar to what you also want from a relationship. And I just think it's really important, I think, for people as you're looking for who you want to be with is that you're looking at those values and knowing that when someone matches your values, that's someone you want to pay attention to. Well, yeah, that's a great point. Thank you for seeing that. I'd love to hear what do you want to bring into a relationship? What are you excited about bringing in? Well, I mean, I can find joy in just about anything. I hate it when I'm driving down the road and I see a great sunset and I can't pull over to get that perfect picture. I'd like to be able to share that with somebody. Also, when I am thinking of somebody, I like to let them know about that. So whether it be via text or a phone call or, or what have you. But I like to share as I'm going through my day something that, that might make me think of them. What do I want to bring? Warmth, honesty, compassion, kindness. I mean, these are all words that get put into profiles and things like that. But uh, I, I do believe that I have these things I have an abundance of these qualities to be able to share with somebody. So that's, I guess maybe that's it, is I'd like to share the abundance. I think this is a good time to bring up too, because you have a very full life where you have had friends for a really long time. You're Sometimes you run that group that you talked about. Do you mind just kind of talking a little bit about that? Because I think it's really cool for people to see that side of you, because when you can maintain friendships and be able to do the things you're doing in your personal life, it definitely also shows a little deeper side of you. Sure. I am very fortunate. I still hang out with a handful of guys that I've known for 40 years now. And we still talk about everything from the good old days to what's going on next week. And these five guys... I talk to every week. They live all over the country. And whenever I'm out traveling on business or they're out traveling on business, we make that detour to go see each other. We get together once a year, 30 years running now to play golf. And we usually do it in September and we start talking about it January. So it's just, it's a bond that it is just a pillar for me to have that. I, I'm the only single guy in the group now for, for whatever that means. But 
we we've been very fortunate health wise and things like that, but we learned from each other life lessons. There's been some deaths in some of the families. There's been some, you know, that type of stuff. Now that's all lifelong guide friends. Currently, I would say most of my best friends right now happen to be single females. I do enjoy getting to know people, especially different perspectives and things along those lines. And I cherish those relationships. I won't go into overanalyzing things. Maybe that's another podcast. (laughs) But a couple of years ago, actually three years ago, right before the pandemic, just another one of those, hey, why not? There's a, a social group that I'm part of, kind of like a meetup thing where activities are planned or what have you. And I volunteer occasionally to be an on-site host. And it gives me a great opportunity to get to know people, make sure everybody's comfortable, make sure people get introduced and start to mingle and and things along those lines. And it's just something I really enjoy. I mean, I'm that way when I walk into the yoga studio. How was your weekend? What's going on next? And talking to different people and things along those lines. So I've joined a couple of other meetup groups to try and get some more pickleball in. So hopefully there's more friends coming down the the pike. But yeah, I hang out with a pretty darn good group of people. Makes me happy. Okay, we're taking a turn here. I have a question about conflict. How do you want to handle conflict in a relationship? In general, that's, I won't say that's difficult to answer because I think a lot of it really gets down to what the subject matter is, but I'm not superhuman, but I do think that I'm pretty skilled in conflict resolution, management, what have you. I like to listen and I can have a deep heart-to-heart conversation without the emotion. So I I think that's important that if you can not take the passion out of things and your beliefs, but take the emotion out of it. Because in previous experience, whether it be professionally or personally, it's when that emotional barrier is broken and then things start getting personal and then it just spirals out of control. I'd rather guys are very factual, right? Give me the facts. But I've learned to try and listen to the emotions a little bit more. Um, thinking, you're asking the question from the perspective of a of a partner, mm-hmm. a future partner. So there are other cues that need to be taken into consideration besides, because guys just want to fix things, right? Tell me your problem. Oh, I'll give you the solution. <laughs> well, I think I have learned that that's not the the course anymore. It's get it out, share it. How does it make you feel? I'm not right and you're wrong, but maybe together we can come up with a way to to work through this. I'd love to hear, where would you like to meet this person? I'm not sure it really matters. I mean, truth be told, when I did start taking yoga six years ago, I I was hoping I'd meet somebody. But now the yoga is the focus, not the relationship. 
I would love to meet somebody, like you said, in that scenario where you're kind of doing something together. Concerts maybe aren't it because I have trouble hearing now. <laughs> loud environments. Hey, did you like me? You know, and stuff like that. Hikes, you're too dispersed. It could happen anywhere, Stacy. I don't want to be evasive, but I started talking to somebody in Salt Lake City on my way home from my business trip. Turns out she lives five miles away. <laughs> so you never you never really know. It's about just starting that conversation wherever you are. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, pickup lines or anything like that. She's a human being. You're a human being. Hi, you know. And yeah. Miles there, and the and the and the eyes are there. Then there's an opportunity. Yoga would be great. Meeting somebody there. Maybe when I do get out and travel, meeting somebody on that beach island somewhere. Is there anything coming alive for you right now since we've been talking, related to you wanting to bring someone new into your life? Well, I mean, going going back, I mean, into the fall, it's the opposite of coming alive, but not paying for the dating apps anymore and stuff like that. And having, all right, maybe success is not the right word, but I've enjoyed more dates recently in the past five months than I had previously relying on technology. So that whole getting out into the world, keeping an open mind, reading cues, setting up opportunities to meet the right people, being in the places you want to be and striking up conversations. I mean, that's that's coming to light. Okay. So there's someone listening and they're like, oh my gosh, this Mike guy, he sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to reach out to you. How do you want her to reach out to you? I mean, all of my information is on Facebook. I don't mind people reaching out. And when I say all my information, I mean, email and phone numbers. To me, this is kind of exciting because maybe you get a message, maybe you don't. Who who knows? <laughs> um, I, I didn't give out my phone number, but I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah, we'll do email for now. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's the initials MFX, last name Hogan, H-O-G-A-N, at Gmail. Perfect. And when they reach out to you, what do you want them to say? So to give you some examples, uh, Pamela is an author, so she said she wanted to know what book they were reading. Someone else had said, I think it was Deb had said, what kind of chocolate or giving her chocolate. I'm not sure exactly what it was. Someone else had said, what's your favorite pickup line? Anyway, whatever, however you want this woman to reach out to you. Oh, someone else said, what kind of music do you like to dance to? So those are just some examples. So whatever, however you want them to reach out to you, this is your time to share. Well, it sounds like somebody already took the music piece. <laughs> yeah. And there's pretty much, there's not a lot of music that I don't like. Have you ever played pickleball? Yeah. That, I like that. That would work for me or... Have you ever taken a hike here? Something like that. Mm. Yeah, a little, maybe a, a new challenge or something like that. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for coming on, Mike. It's so wonderful when I get a chance to talk to you. I just absolutely think you're amazing. And I'm so excited to get a chance to do this with you. Well, it's certainly a highlight of my day. You have a way of making everybody feel good about themselves. So thanks for the thanks for the help. And for the listeners, thanks for joining in to the Do The Thing dating experiment. Here's to meeting someone in a new way.